From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio State University announced yesterday it will add the COVID-19 vaccine to the list of vaccinations required for all students, staff, and faculty. More from Olivia Eugenio. OSU says the decision to make the mandate was made after the FDA announced its full approval of the Pfizer vaccine. Dakota Rudesill is a law professor. He says he's had the conversation about the legality of a mandate with his students. He says most he talks to are in favor, just like him. As somebody who's got a little girl who's too young to be vaccinated, for all of our kids who can't be vaccinated, we've got to do this. Students must have their first shot by October 15th. If they're getting Pfizer or Moderna, they must have their second by November 15th. At OSU, Olivia Eugenio. The university says it is allowing for limited exemptions for both religious and medical reasons. Other universities in Ohio with a COVID-19 vaccine mandate include Antioch College, Case Western Reserve University, Kenyon College, Ohio Wesleyan, and the College of Worcester. Those are all private universities. House Bill 244 prevented public colleges and universities from requiring a vaccine unless it was fully approved by the FDA. Students at one Central Ohio high school have staged a walkout to protest the district's recently imposed mask mandate. The protest took place this afternoon at Thomas Worthington High School in the Columbus suburb of Worthington. During a heated meeting earlier this week, the district's Board of Education voted to mandate masks for all students, faculty, staff, and visitors. That vote overrode the decision previously made by the district superintendent. That meeting was also marked by demonstrators on both sides of the issue. Ohio lawmakers renewed the debate yesterday as to whether private employers should be allowed to mandate that their employees receive vaccinations, including the COVID-19 vaccine. Andrew Kinsey has more from the five hours of debate. This legislation says you can't be required to get a vaccine if you have a religious, medical, or reasons of conscious purposes. It isn't so much about personal liberty as much as failing to acknowledge the consequences of individual actions, even when those actions endanger all of us. This bill is about whether a person has the right to decide what is injected into themselves and their children. Now, there was no amendment or votes on that bill. House leadership says all hearings on the bill are paused, and it's unclear when it may be brought up again. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Hospitalizations from COVID-19 continue to increase in Ohio. Dave James reports. The state health department reported yesterday there were 277 new hospitalizations on Monday, which put the total in Ohio to just below 2,100. That's an increase of 501 over the past week, despite the fact that people are also recovering and being released from the hospital each day. There are 610 patients in intensive care for COVID, 350 of whom are on ventilators. Dave James, I went in news. The Ohio Department of Health reported more than 4,600 new COVID-19 cases today. That's the highest that we've seen since January. A doctor in Northeast Ohio says treating patients who are seriously ill from COVID is a heartbreaking experience. Laura Queso reports. According to the Ohio Department of Health, in just one month, our adult hospitals have seen their COVID hospitalizations jump almost five times. University Hospital scientist and COVID expert, Dr. Kenneth Remy. This past weekend, I was caring for a number of patients with COVID disease, and greater than 98% of those are unvaccinated, and some of those patients unfortunately lost their battle. A lot of them will tell you when they arrive, these people will say, I wish I would have just got the vaccine. I'm Laura Queso. 
A Southwest Ohio community is coming together to honor the memory of a young girl who's believed to have drowned in a pond in Warren County. Steve Vaughn has more. The body of four-year-old Emery Shandorf Wood was found Sunday in the pond near her home. Police Chief Scott Hughes says this is the toughest case he's ever dealt with. Emery's favorite color was purple and blue, so we are asking all residents of Hamilton Township and beyond to please put ribbons or balloons up, purple and blue, to honor her. Members of the community have been donating food, money, and items to the girl's family, as well as first responders involved in the search. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Two conservative hoaxers face a record $5.1 million fine for allegedly making illegal robocalls to wireless phones without the owner's consent in connection with the 2020 election. The Federal Communications Commission says the proposed fine for Jacob Wohl, Jack Berkman, and Berkman's lobbying firm would be the largest ever for violating the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. The men already face criminal charges for allegedly organizing 85,000 robocalls that falsely warned people in predominantly black areas of Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania and New York that information gleaned from mail-in ballots could lead to their arrest, debt collection, or forced vaccination. A judge in Michigan will hand down the first sentence to a man who admits he plotted to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Tracy Townsend has the details. Ty Garbin is one of six people facing federal charges. He's the only one to plead guilty so far. Prosecutors are seeking a nine-year prison term. The FBI last October said it broke up a scheme to kidnap Whitmer by anti-government extremists who were upset over her coronavirus restrictions. The group hatched the plan at a meeting in suburban Columbus last year. Garvin says the six men trained at his property in Michigan, constructing a shoot house to resemble Whitmer's vacation home and hitting it with gunfire. I'm Tracy Townsend. And the Big Ten Conference joined leaders from the ACC and Pac-12 in announcing yesterday they have formed an alliance, though what it will mean remains to be elaborated upon. Dom Tiberi has more with Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. It's described as a gentleman's agreement and that nothing has been signed and nothing is binding. The details still need to be worked out, like, for instance, when they might play games against each other. This is all in response to the SEC expanding its footprint at Texas and Oklahoma. But there's turbulence right now in college athletics. There are things that we need to address. We need to have strong leadership. We need to work together. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.